0: In today's episode, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis and quoting Max, there are no TA billionaires. TA is astrology for men. You can't time the market. Nobody can. Nobody ever has consistently. Any and all entry points for Bitcoin are therefore perfect. So hodl and forget it. Sage advice coming from the high priest. Also in today's show, China court declares virtual assets, legal properties protected by the law. I'll be breaking down this big, important report as well as Ben Armstrong apologizes to the crypto. The community amid the ongoing BitBoy drama and hints at a comeback. Max responded to this, the crocodile tears will soon become real tears when the prison door slams shut. He also says that his recommendation to buy Bitcoin is now up over 20 million percent since 2011. Much respect. We'll also be discussing the Ripple legal team opposing the SEC appeal over the XRP decision, as well as former SEC chairman Jay Clayton says the spot Bitcoin ETF approval is inevitable despite the ongoing delays. We'll also be discussing Bitcoin OG Adam Back says Bitcoin can explode to a 200 trillion dollar market cap, sending the Bitcoin price to 10 million dollars per coin by this particular date. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Net. Welcome everyone. This is pod episode number 1390. I'm your host JV. Today is September 2nd, 2023. I'm a little red today. That's cuz I spent the, the day at the pool, you know, sun getting those sun vibes and vitamin D3 with my daughter. But anyways, fam, lots to cover. The market is finally back in the green. Let's break this down, shall we? Checking out our market watch here. We can see Bitcoin in the green, barely holding on to 25,800. A lot of analysts are projecting that we may revisit as low as Twenty-three thousand dollars, And we also have Ether uh, back in the green, but barely sitting above $1,600. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, we're barely holding on to that trillion dollar milestone with about $25 billion in volume at the past 24 hours. With the Bitcoin dominance at 48.3%, so on the decline with the Ether dominance at 18.9%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers at the past 24 hours. We have SafePal up 6%, trading above $0.55, cents, followed by Casper up 3 Three percent trading at three and a half cents, followed by IOTA, uh, up almost three percent, trading just above uh, 16 cents, followed by Litecoin and the Woo Network. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week. Overall, we're in the green, but we just had a lot of carnage in the past 24, 48 hours. Uh, some of the biggest gainers, it looks like uh, not really much to brag about, Modest gains, 3 4%. So the biggest losers being Ton and OKB and DY, DX, as well as HBAR. And checking out the Crypto Green and Fear Index. We're currently rated a 39 in fear. Yesterday, a 40. Last week, a 38. And last month, a 52, which is neutral. So there you have it. How many of you have been taking advantage of this dip? Let me know, drop a comment, appreciate it, chat. Now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis to mix things up a bit. We're gonna be using TradingView and checking out some of these indicators. As you can see here, uh, again, we're barely holding on to 25,800. You can see the technical analysis overall signal for the day is sell. Now there's literally a lot of oscillators and there's a lot of moving averages. On the left, you can see these oscillators. We currently have one signal saying sell as an oscillator, eight neutral and two buy. The two buy signals are uh, the MACD as well as the Williams percentage range. Then on the other hand, we have the moving averages, which shows a strong sell signal. In fact, 14 of them say sell with one neutral and zero buy signals, which is wild to say the least. That includes the exponential moving average, the simple moving average, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So there you have it. And uh, as Max shared, there are No technical analysis, billionaires. TA is astrology for men probably one of my favorite quotes of all time. Hilarious. You can't time the market. Nobody can. Nobody ever has consistently. And all entry points for Bitcoin, any of them are perfect. So just hodl and forget it. Sage advice, in my humble opinion, coming from the one and only high priest, a Bitcoin, any target. I mean, earlier before the show started, we were having some interaction in the chat and someone said, let's just get to 50,000. Forget about this $10 million nonsense ultimately. And my point is it doesn't... Doesn't matter what the price action is. It's always the right moment to be accumulating sats. That's why our motto is DCA and HODL. DCA, dollar cost average. Keep stacking them sats because we know over the long haul, this is a fact, anyone who has been holding on to Bitcoin for four years or longer, which is a complete cycle, is in the green and in profit. So that's the name of the game here. There's no gambling. This is just a long-term investment. And we know over the long haul, you're going to win if you can just have those diamond hands, you know I mean? Versus the paper weak hands which is like Probably your average investor. Hence why, you know, most people get wrecked. It's very sad, but this is the nature of the beast. Still buying Bitcoin at a tremendous discount considering the all time high is still 69,000. So to buy Bitcoin in the 25 to 26 range is a steal, if you're to ask me. Now, let's break down our story of uh, over in China. This is a big bombshell, uh, breaking news uh, just coming in. Uh, check it out. A People's Court in China published a report on the legality of virtual assets, analyzing the criminal law attributes of these digital assets. The court noted in its report that virtual assets under the current legal policy framework are still legal property, which is protected by the law. That's right. The People's Court of the People's Republic of China exercise judicial power independently and are not subject to the interference by any administration or public organization. These courts try criminal, civil, and administrative cases, as well as economic disputes. The report titled Identification of the Property Attributes of digital, uh, Virtual Currency and Despite of property involved in the case, acknowledge that virtual assets have economic attributes and thus can be classified as property reported a local daily. that says Michael Saylor called that. He says Bitcoin is digital property. Now, although China has deemed all foreign digital assets illegal by imposing a a blanket ban, which we know, the report argues that virtual assets held by individuals should be considered legal and protected by law under the current policy framework. So the report also suggests to deal with crimes involving virtual assets and noted that since the money and property involved in the case cannot be confiscated, it should be based on the unification of criminal and civil law. Such cases should be treated separately to achieve a balanced protection of personal property rights and social and public interests. China imposed the bank ban on on all crypto-related activities and banned foreign crypto exchanges from offering their services to the mainland customers. However, despite a hostile national policy on digital assets, the Chinese courts have offered a contrasting stance on Bitcoin and other digital assets over the years. The first instance of such a difference arose in September 2022 last year when a lawyer suggested that crypto hodlers in China are protected by the law in case of theft, misappropriation, or breach of a loan agreement despite the ban on crypto. And then later in May of last year, a Shanghai court affirmed that Bitcoin qualifies as virtual property and thus is subject to property rights. Now, China's hostile stance against Bitcoin and other crypto those has been a long-drawn one going on for years. However, over the past few years, the government seems to have softened its stance. This was evident from the rise in China's Bitcoin mining share, which dropped to zero post a uh, blanket ban, but rose to take the second spot within a year. So there you have it. I mean, China's doing its thing we all know their government deemed like trading illegal and it scared everyone however we also have Hong Kong which is not considered the mainland who has been embracing Bitcoin and blockchain uh, technology so it's good to see China overall uh, softening their stance as we all know they have a very powerful government probably with too much power and uh, it may be the blueprint for what America is trying to do especially with the unlawful continuous action of the SEC which we we're going to cover a little later when we discuss the bitcoin etf but now let's break down our next story of the day and fyi i actually spent 13 months in china so i have firsthand experience i lived in that country in the mainland uh near beijing uh from 2010 to 2011 so i have a lot of experience and i remember when i lived there the social networks were all banned meaning uh youtube Facebook, you name it. The only way to access them was through a VPN. And I don't know if things have changed uh, since, but nonetheless, I'll be keeping you posted with the latest developments. Now let's discuss the biggest crypto YouTuber, BitBoy, known as his real name is Ben Armstrong, and the saga, which has uh, been going on. This was actually just published, so I want to cover it. Uh, BitBoy Crypto, Ben Armstrong, has released an emotional apology video after he was kicked out of his own company. This is the video. How many of you actually watched it? Uh, Let me know. I watched it just the other day. His wife, Bethany, accompanied the infamous crypto influencer in the emotional video, shared on BitBoy's Crypto's YouTube channel. And in it, uh, Ben acknowledged making mistakes that led to his ouster from the company and while denying that he had gone back to using hard drugs like cocaine and uh, meth Armstrong admitted to taking diet pills and steroids which led him to acting crazy so he says he also confessed to having an affair with an unnamed person a situation that went against his image as a family man however Bethany confirmed that she had forgiven Ben for the affair and that she had no plans of leaving him in which uh I mean, God bless her heart, but I feel sorry for his wife. I mean, to make a public debacle out of it to me just doesn't seem like the right way to handle it. But then again, it's not me. So anyways, in the video, Armstrong reiterated his commitment to correcting the situation that led to his firing. And even though he was caught off guard by the confrontation regarding his substance use and infidelity, he communicated his intent to cooperate with the team from the hit network to guarantee the continuation of the BitBoy crypto channel. Armstrong, whose departure from BitBoy crypto, sent ripples across the crypto community, stated that while he had several opportunities for legal recourse, he had chosen to work with the BitBoy team to save and grow the company. So they're all working together now. He highlighted his wish to maintain the numerous brands under the BitBoy crypto umbrella, such as Vumio, I've never heard of that one, have you? BitBoy Academy, Crucial Crypto, and the Hit Network. Despite the present slump in the market for NFTs, the influencer emphasized he continues to have faith in the prospects of these brands, notably in Vumio's ability to establish itself as a dominant platform for such tokens now let's discuss a potential internal conflict armstrong who founded the bitboy crypto channel and his parent company the hit network parted ways with the organization august 29th a few days back following reports of the internal conflict between him and his partners tj shed and justin williams and while the video hints heavily at personal problems being the main reason. Armstrong left BitBoy Crypto. Others like crypto investigator Zach XBT questioned whether it was sparked by his connection to several low reputation meme coins. So don't be meme coining and ish coining fam. It could come back and bite you in the butt. The crypto influencer faced criticism for marketing risky and shady crypto investments to inexperienced investors via affiliate links. And it reports that he sold tokens after advertising them to the viewers. And amid this upheaval, the Fate of Armstrong's digital currency Ben. That's right, he has his own crypto. Was also called into question. Though some followers have predicted its demise. Armstrong had downplayed such speculation. And again, Max's response: the crocodile tears will soon become the real tears when the prison door slams shut. I know that's a little harsh, but um, I think Max is ultimately saying: if you if you're a big influencer and you have millions of followers like this guy, and you're pushing scam coins, it's going to come back and hurt you. So you should know. Better. Take the responsibility, fam. Uh, Max, also, I got to shout him out because his recommendation to buy Bitcoin is now up 20 million percent since 2011. So you can't be dissing Max when he makes these predictions because no one else was recommending Bitcoin when it was only a dollar. Name another individual. I don't know of any. Do you? If so, enlighten me in the comments uh, right down below. And shout out to Max and Stacy, Nigibokele, all of the beautiful people of El Salvador. So very interesting. As the saga continues with BitBoy, how do you feel this is likely to play, play out? Um, he denied the, the rumors of relapse and ultimately just said, hey, it's the steroids. It's the diet pills. Convenient, interesting. For the record, I've never taken a diet pill my entire life. I've never taken a steroid my entire life. And I don't promote ish coins. Just saying. But with that being shared, fam, enough of that. Let's dive into our next breaking story of the day. The latest with the ongoing drama between XRP and the SEC. It seems everything is drama nowadays in crypto, isn't it? (laughs) Shout out to everyone in the live chat. I appreciate all the support. Lawyers representing Ripple in its lawsuit with the U.S. SEC suggest the regulator hasn't met the requirements to request an appeal in a September 1st filing with the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of New York. Ripple's legal team said the SEC's grounds for an appeal largely rested on dissatisfaction with a judge's decision that the XRP token did not qualify as a security for sales to retail investors. The lawyer said exceptional circumstances required for interlocutory appeal were absent in the case and called on the judge to deny any requests for an appeal to stay. quoting them here, the SEC has not even attempted to meet the standard for a stay, even after the individual defendants identified that omission in their pre-motion letter, said Ripple. The individual defendants write separately to oppose the SEC's request. Ripple joins that opposition. Now, in August, the commission moved the appeal to stay a July court decision in which Judge Torres ruled XRP largely was not a security under the SEC guidelines. Take that, Mr. Gensler. And at the time, the SEC, argued there was substantial ground for differences of opinion on the laws at issue. The SEC filed its lawsuit against Ripple. Their CEO, Brad Garlinghouse, and co-founder Chris Larson in December of 2020 prompted many exchanges to delist the XRP token to avoid possible legal entanglement. Following Torres's ruling, many of the same firms said they would relist the token or explore doing so in the future. Quitting him here, it's sad that so many in the U.S. crypto community have to resort to the legal process to prove this SEC is out of control and consistently wrong on the facts and the law, said Garling House. And in August 29th, post Now, I'm going to have to agree with Garlinghouse here. I don't think the SEC is protecting investors whatsoever, in my humble opinion. The SEC had targeted a number of crypto firms this year in 2023 over allegations of security violations, including Binance, uh, the largest exchange in the world, Coinbase, the largest exchange in the United States. And on August 29th, Asset Manager Grayscale achieved a court victory. Victory! against the SEC following an appeal ordering a review of its app for a spot Bitcoin ETF, which is a great sign. The civil lawsuit between the SEC and Ripple is currently ongoing and Judge Torres proposed a jury trial for the case starting in the second quarter of next year. So that will probably be potentially after the halving or around that time as the Bitcoin halving is scheduled to be in about six months sometime in April of next year. Do you think if this goes to an appeal that the uh, XRP community, And you know, Ripple will win, or do you think Mr. Gensler and the SEC will get their way in the end? Let me know your honest thoughts. And now, let's break down our next story of the day, which is the spot Bitcoin ETF, which again, a Upon um, getting this approved by the SEC, this can usher in literally, no exaggeration, but trillions of dollars into the Bitcoin market, which will then lead us to our feature story of the day, which is Adam Back predicting a twenty trillion, I'm sorry, two hundred trillion dollar market cap for Bitcoins, and then the price to ten million dollars per coin. So that's break this down. Here we go. Following the United States SEC delaying decisions on several spot Bitcoin ETFs, former Commissioner Ch- uh, Chair Jay Clayton said he believed approval was still going to happen at some point. And also, I want to point out the Bloomberg experts like uh, Eric Balchunas, they 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 ran the numbers and they believe there is a 75% chance still that this year in uh, 2023, the SEC approves a spot Bitcoin ETF. Now, he says also caveat. There is a 95% chance of the approval happening if not this year, the next year in 2024. And again, that's the same time of the having, which again is right around the corner. Back to our story. September 1st interview with CNBC, Clayton said that major financial institutions are backing a spot Bitcoin uh, as investment vehicles represented a shift in how retail investors can get exposure to crypto. And on August 31st, the SEC designated a longer period in which it could review the spot Bitcoin ETF apps from BlackRock, WisdomTree, VanEck, Invesco, Galaxy, Bitwise, Valkyrie, and Fidelity. That's right, literally seven of them just got delayed once again. The commission has another 45 days upon publication of the notice in the Federal Register either to approve, deny, or again delay the ETF apps from these seven major firms. Clayton said he expects to see progress on this Moving forward, the SEC can continue to push the deadlines on the apps until March 2024. So note, the halving is the following month after that deadline. So keep that in mind, fam. Quitting him here. And approval is inevitable, said Clayton. Uh, He also says that the futures product and cash product can't go on forever. And to watch this video he did where he was interviewed on CNBC saying uh, it's clear the Bitcoin is not a security and that a spot Bitcoin ETF in the United States is inevitable. Check the show notes below the video in the description and what are your thoughts when do you personally feel spot bitcoin etf is most likely to be approved let me know and we'll discuss it again during our live q and a here in a few moments but now for the moment you have all been waiting for bitcoin og Adam Back, one of the pioneers of Bitcoin, he's projecting a $200 trillion market cap, sending the Bitcoin price parabolic to $10 million per coin. So let's break this down and a massive shout out to Adam Back. The Blockstream CEO and Bitcoin advocate, Mr. Back, says that the flagship crypto can explode to a $200 trillion market cap in the next nine years. That's the caveat, meaning the price tag of about 10 million dollars per coin personally i don't mind waiting nine years to see a 10 million dollar bitcoin how about yourself fam let me know chat in a tweet thread back says that based on historical performance bitcoin is still on track to continue its trend of rallying on average 100 percent per year that's right uh quoting him here early this year i was curious of the claim bitcoin two x's per year on average and it checks the decade january 2013 to december 2022 bitcoin went up 2x a year, which is 1200x in a decade. If that continues, we'll cross the $10 million Bitcoin price and $200 trillion market cap by the end of the next two halvings in approximately nine years. In fact, I have the thread in which he announced this. So this is not made up. This ain't pie in the sky. This is Adam Back literally predicting the Bitcoin price hitting $10 million in nine years. He continues, 200 trillion is a Hal Finney 2009 Bitcoin market cap prediction number. It's a lot and it displaces a significant part of the store value premiums and bonds, real estate, monetary premium, gold, 60-40 stock portfolios, etc. Something adoption will slow and derivatives reduce volatility. Now, the veteran OG uh, and Bitcoin and hash cash inventor says the Bitcoin doesn't necessarily need to see $100 trillion flow into it in order to reach the same market cap due to the illiquid markets and the tendency for Bitcoin investors to long-term hodl their coins. Where my long-term hodler is at? Make some noise. Quitting him again. Also, bear in mind, (laughs) pun intended, bear in mind, Bitcoin does not have to absorb anywhere near $100 trillion to reach that market cap due to the relative thin trading and hodl cold storage investors. If Bitcoin really gets moving, it'll become harder to get anyone to sell, have to pry it out of their cold wallets, Preach. That's how I feel. Given the volatility, I think Bitcoin can overshoot widely and tap one of these 100 to $300 trillion market caps. Correct. And then regain a steadier adoption over time. I suspect the people with average entry points relative to then current price won't have much to incentivize to sell in size. So there you have it. And again, there's a very long thread. I'm not going to read all of this, but he gets very more into detail on how all of this can likely play out discussing the $10 million market price, uh, talking about the 100 to $300 trillion market cap. And again, this isn't just some schmo. This guy is responsible for hash cash and played a major role in the invention of Bitcoin as well. In fact, some even believe that Adam Back can be Satoshi. I personally think it's a collective of people, but who knows, he could very well be one of many. But what are your thoughts? Let me know. Not only does he have these crazy, outlandish, bullish predictions of a 200 trillion market cap, $10 million Bitcoin price, he also puts his money where his mouth is. He's predicting the Bitcoin price to rise to $100,000 per coin by March 31st of next year, right before the halving. In fact, he made a bet on it. Let's actually discuss this bet uh, shall we? Here's an article. Bitcoin OG bet surprising some on the Bitcoin price hitting 100,000 before the halving. That's right. Adam Back, one of the early pioneers in OGs, is pretty confident Bitcoin hit the all time high of 100,000 before Bitcoin's halving in 2024 and is willing to drop a million Satoshis wagering on it. And in an August 7th conversation on X, Back agreed to bet with Synonymous X user Viking. Bitcoin, that Bitcoin would reach 100,000 by this date, March 31st, 2024. And uh, the other individual said he won't believe it hits this price until 2025. You can see the thread here, Adam Back. But I'm okay with 100,000, probably sooner than having April 2024, though, in my view. Want to bet? Sure. What are the terms? And then uh, Back said, so greater than 100,000 by March 31st of next year, midnight Zulu, or you win, right? And then they say, how many sats? And again, a million sats. It's not a lot of money, but I think it's a fun, wager at the end of the day. Uh, we all know that the former Coinbase uh, CTO, uh, I believe his name is Balaji, he bet a million dollars that the Bitcoin price would hit something outrageous like a million dollars within 90 days. Obviously, he was wrong. But anyways, I think Adam Back has a solid percentage chance to win this bet. I think Bitcoin has a chance to hit 100 grand, obviously. I don't think it is likely or probable, but I'd say if I had to guess, I'd say there's probably a 40% chance Bitcoin can hit a new all-time high before the ha- Having And I'd say 60% chance doesn't happen before the halving. But what if it did? And what if Adam is right? And what if we are on trajectory to that $10 million Bitcoin price by the year 2032? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out cryptonewsalerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL!